Welcome back, people, to the Table Read Podcast. Hope everyone's well, happy, smiling, eccentric, just happy adjectives. Anyone, any synonyms are happy, hope you're doing that. I'm very happy right now. <laughs> Let me think of a synonym. I am ecstatic. I'm ecstatic, are you see? We're going to get to the poetry in a minute. <laughs> I'm ecstatic right now because i got my boy right next to me, man. This episode is, I want to say, if I've been doing this for two years, this episode is two years in the making. When I first started this podcast, I made a massive list of people that I wanted to get on. And I'd say you were in the first five people. Why it's happening now? It's a good question. Life. But it doesn't matter. We're here, innit? Yeah. We're here. My boy Dre, DeAndre Bonzi in the building. My brother. How you doing? You good? I can't complain. Um, I know it is. A lot of people have been asking me how I am of recent. Everyone asks how you are. But mm. recently, a lot of people have been asking me. And I'm, for maybe the first time in my life, genuinely happy. Good. Yeah, I'm just proper, proper happy right now. I'm just gassed to be alive. Grateful every day. Taking every day as it comes. Yeah. That's, you know what? That actually really makes me happy. You know? Thank you, I appreciate that. really makes, because especially our, our, our like year group, our generation, there's a lot going on right now. Yeah, man. There's just a lot, it's and a there's lot a lot to think about. And when you feel like you're happy in one aspect of your life, something else jumps on the back yeah. of it. And you're like, oh, I've got, got, got to handle this now. So the fact yeah. that you're saying this in every aspect, you're genuinely happy. Yeah, a lot of people wouldn't, wouldn't even know that to even be able to say it out loud. So mm. the fact that you you know you're happy, yeah, bro, I'm happy for you. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm getting there. Don't worry about me, though. I'm, 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 I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. Whatever, whatever. But yeah, man, me and you have been... Okay, cool. Maths. How long have I known you for? When did we start Brit? Yeah, 10. Started so 15. 15. So coming up to 7, 8 years. 7, 8 years now. Yeah. I've, I've known you for. God damn. Yeah, we're, we're, long... getting old bro, we're getting old, bro. Another 7 or 8 years for 30 still. God, why would you say that? Listen. Why would you say that? Who 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 are you afraid of? Not nothing, but I just got, go. I just got onto the twenties and I'm like it was fine. We got twenty. Yeah, but it's coming soon. It man. is coming. It's, like it's on the way. Almost halfway through the first half. When I deeped, I was at raw. I'm the same my years away from like eighteen than mm. I am to twenty five. Yeah, but eighteen felt like couple years. Like eighteen felt like yesterday. It did. We turned eighteen in COVID, didn't it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, eighteen felt like yesterday. So I'm like raw. So the same amount of time. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's getting scary. It's peak, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, we'll be all right, though. We'll be fine. Hopefully. <laughs> we'll be cool, bro. We'll be cool. But yeah, so Brit. We started Brit and we were, what, 14, 15? Yeah. That's when we started Brit. Yeah. Um, so I feel like from then up until now, I know elements of, of your, your life, your journey, careers, whatever. But even to, even when we, when we first started Brit, we didn't even talk that much compared to like colleges. We were in different, two different strands. Two different yeah. strands, two different sides of the school. When it got to college, year 12, that's when we saw each other every single day. Yeah. So year 10 and 11, yeah. it was like a when I saw you kind of thing. Yeah, I, say, well, I feel like you, you knew everyone yeah. already. <laughs> like, you, like you just knew everyone at Brit. So naturally, like lunch times, break times, after schools, you were just there. Yeah. And I'm a pretty humble person. I'll say hello to everyone. To anybody. So I think we just naturally, and then from there, and then obviously when we just took that relationship into, into college one. and that's what that was it. Yeah. So everything before Brit is, is kind of yeah. what I want to get into, isn't it? So yeah. like how in Brit you, you was in theatre, mm-hmm. you did the theatre strand. Yeah. So was that always what you wanted to do? Hell no. I know that, I'm asking <laughs> any, I'm, being, I'm, I'm just doing my job in it. I knew that, I knew the answer to that. No. Um, all right, where do I start? So I grew up next to Brit. Yeah. Like, Coming to Brit was this weird whole circle for me. So I grew up literally down the road from Brit School, a uh, place called Clifton Court. Um, and yeah, it was Selhurst, isn't it? Like, it's Croydon, but 
it's enough away from Croydon where it's like Southeast London. Um, it's the same as like every area in London that, that you could probably think of. Uh, but at that time, I don't know what I wanted to do in my life. I'll mm. be honest, I was just a kid. Like even, even when I joined Brit, I didn't even know I was there for vibes, <laughs> really and truly. Like, Most people were TV. Yeah, like, but like, I had no vision of acting. So I went to a primary school um, that was really weird. They made us wear shorts during the winter. I remember that. What? I, I don't know. Like the, like the girls were allowed to wear trousers, <laughs> but all the boys, I don't know. I thought, I thought like it was some type of experiment. They made us wear shorts all year round. Bro, I don't know. Like Everyone Ooh. that I explained this to has the same reaction. That sounds like Let's see if you survive. Real though. life, if you went to St. Chad's Primary School, you will know. Um, no, there's no one I can think of off the top of my head. But if you went to St. Chad's Primary School, you will know. If you were a boy, you would be in winter, big, like long coat, like school coat that they give you, and shorts. And you, bro, everyone used to roll their socks up. You just so we could get a little bit of protection. Try and do what you can do. Bro, it was mad. But like all the girls, like, even from young, they were allowed to wear trousers and everything. So I don't know what they were doing with us. But yeah, it, it wasn't the best place. Like uh, one of, I remember one of our school trips was us doing um, an, a prison simulator. Like Jake's came to our school and arrested us and they just wanted to give us that Only experience. in South London where you get beyond scared straight. And yeah, literally. Cool, so like that is, that, that's, that's where I, I kind of grew up at. And then, I remember this one day, like specifically, primary school is a bit boring, so I'm young, I don't really care about nothing. Mm. But I remember this one specific day and it's like, this look will never leave my head. So I think because my mom was working a lot, just cause she was just raising me up in it. Um, I always had to like be with other like kids, families and stuff like that, just mm. to, like while she comes back from work and whatever. And then I remember one day me, my mom, and this woman um, that I used to stay at and her youths that went to the same school as me were all walking one day. And I think I'm in like year three. Yeah, coming up to year three, so I'm like halfway through primary school. And then everyone's speaking about, and I think her kids are a bit older than me and they're about to leave. And everyone's talking about where they want to go to secondary school. And then obviously they're saying all the local schools. And then there's one which was Harris South Millwood. And like that's the school that like Stormzy went to, Crimson mm. Corona and Bouncer and all of that. So. With all due respect, you could, it's, it's the same kind of ghetto stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So I remember I said to her, I said out loud to these lot, like, yeah, I want to go Harris South Norwood. Because I think I had like an older cousin who went there as well. Mm. I was like, how's that know? Bro, the way my mum looked at me, like, she was confused. Like, because I, obviously I don't understand because I'm just a kid. I want to be around my friends, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But like, it was that look of like, do you think I bought you on this world just for this? Just no disrespect to, to anyone that went there. Yeah. But it's like, my mum has always wanted the best for me. So I remember from like a young age, just like my mom would never allow me outside without her. Like every single day after school, like I would, I would wake up to go to school like 8 a.m. I'm not coming back indoors till like 9 p.m., 10 p.m. sometimes because my mom's got me in like either some tutoring class or playing tennis or shout out to my tutor, Kate Smitty. Because she is a major reason I am the way I am. Mm. I don't know where you are. I don't even know if you're still alive. But big you up. Mm. Like, amazing white woman. Like, she lived in Dulwich. Like, some posh area. And she used to have bear. Get her youths around her, around her yard. <laughs> just, like, teaching us. Literally, like, at the kindness of her heart. I mean, obviously, she was getting paid. But, like, she doesn't need to open up her yeah, There's other ways she could be using her yeah, time. Like, the yard looked like this. Like, yeah. and, it, yeah, she, she's a beautiful woman for that. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, it was just, like, a couple years of that. And then my mum made me take a test for private school. Ended up getting in, um, gave me a little bit of a scholarship too, which was nice, just to kind of help my mom's pockets. And then now I'm in private school. And like, it's weird. It was weird for me because 
I'm with millionaire's children, <laughs> but I'm going back to the block after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, like, it was a mad kind of mess up on my head. It was cool. It was fun. I, I enjoyed all the resources that they had. If I had a child, I'd maybe send them to private school. I don't know. I haven't got a kid yet, so I don't know. But it's definitely an option. It was, it was worth it. Like, it mm. definitely took me out of the environment that I was in because I couldn't be outside gallivanting, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, like, it, it surrounded me with people that I would probably have never met um, until I was much older and just taught me how to socialize with different people. There was a few people like me, like, who, who kind of came from council houses and was there at the same time. But, like... Yeah, we were all very separated around the school. Mm. So then, obviously, as things kind of go, there was a bit of racism in the school. Like, you weren't, as a black kid, you were only allowed three hairstyles. It was either the the low afro, the, like, so, like, imagine the low afro, but, like, a little bit of, like, a high top. So, like, imagine if your hair was a bit longer on the yeah. top and a bit longer on the sides. And then I think that that, that, that would have been sensible. No fade, no fade. No fade. You're not allowed to fade. And then what the kids would do in school was like um, show the school as blatant racism. So like a white kid would go and get a skin fade and a mixed race kid went and got a skin fade. Bro, they dragged this mixed race kid to the barbershop and shaved off his whole head. So like that's the type of environment it was. And then that's just that. You know what it is? From young, I've always been able to like, like notice like skullduggery in it. Mm. And like when I, the moment I noticed that, I just switch off in it and I'm just not here. So when I started understanding what racism was and then seeing how some of the kids were treating me and this and that and this and that, like, I just wasn't enjoying it. Like, it, it just wasn't for me. Mm. Um, so from there, I just wasn't happy. My mom, Qatar, wasn't happy. Um, so I used to love watching, like, Fresh Prince, my wife and kids and stuff like that. And, like, I, I grew up with, like, old school KSI and, like, all those old YouTubers. So, like, my mom knew I loved entertainment. I had, yeah. like... A, a thing for it like I, I spend so much of my life watching it my mum always thought I was funny like whenever there was a African uncle or auntie like in and out the house I'd always imitate them or whatever it may be and I, my mum was just like alright cool there's something here um, and then she signed me up to Brick Kids yeah, on like the summer I, they had that, I yeah. did like a summer course there um, I liked it it was cool and then there was like a drama thing at my uh, at the private school did that um, got in, I was just like, cool. And then I had an audition for Brit, and then I come back to my private school the next day, and I tell everyone I am not coming back here next year. <laughs> like, I didn't even know if I got into the school, but I just, I, I just bought through. I bought through. Like that day, I told every single person, teachers, students, cleaners. Like I told them all. Like I was just like, I'm not coming back here next year. Lo and behold, like three, four weeks later, however long it took, I got into Brit, and then. That's that's how I started there. Yeah. So what made was it just a was that the only course you even thought to apply to when it came to to Brit? Because Brit, if you don't know Brit, there's what theater, dance, music, uh, film and media, uh, the graphic design one, and I believe that's it. Musical theater, and when you get to college, cap. they have cap. So yeah. there's seven courses you can pick out of. Mm. Was was it always theater to you when you applied, or did one of them? Yeah, I think it was always theater, just because. I don't know. I, I couldn't act. Mm. I'll be. I'll keep it real. Like I, I was just doing a really like. Remember Will Smith and Fresh Prince? How like he was really bad at acting, but he's just had the confidence to kind of pull it off and just like make you believe in the story. Uh, yeah. Like facts. that's literally that was just my whole ethos. Like because I, I came to Brit with no experience at all. Like I had no idea what I was doing. 
I was just vibing, hmm. really and truly. Like I, I knew I didn't want to be at the school I was before. I knew I didn't want to go to my other school, uh, the other sc- neighboring schools, because like my friends were getting in trouble and red tete, and I knew I didn't want to be a part of that because I've seen a different side to life when I went to the private school. Like, bro, I'm in class with kids who are millionaires. Like, not their parents are millionaires. Like, they have a bank account. They have their own pushed to the side, trust us, and they're the happy. Like, yeah. they're good. They don't need to work a day in their life, and it's like. I know I don't have that. And I've seen my mum grind and work so hard to put me in a room with these people. The least I can do is try and at least make sure my kids have that or something close. So I just knew there was no other place for me to be. Like, it's all kind of aligned to this school. And I just need to... And it's back in the same area that I grew up in. Because these times I'd already moved up to Croydon. So, yeah, it, it just made sense just to be there. And since I had already got in, just... Be grateful. Hmm. Yeah, literally. What was your experience like for Brit? I have my own personal opinions about Brit school. I ain't going to get into that. Well, you know why. What do you mean you're not going to get into it? So you're just going to make me just fire up the place. This so you're is not about say me. We're here, we're here for okay. you. I'll, I'll just shut you out, man. <laughs> no, nah, it's calm. I, I've, I've actually got no qualms with it. You know mm. what? For what I needed at the time and for... I'll leave it there. For what I needed at the time, no, nah, I could. I was trying to think. No, if you got that inside, say that say it all. But like, yeah, for what I needed at the time, and for the safe haven that I was, I have the utmost love and respect for it because I really, honestly believe. Because I would have left that private school because mm. I hated it. Like, I didn't like. The, I, I liked a few people, but I just like. It was systematic racism in the school. Like you just felt like a prisoner. If you were a black kid, you felt like a like you were you were just being watched. You felt like you were being judged. Like, and I'm like what 13, 14, bro. Two more years, and I will punch you up. Like I don't <laughs> care if you're my teacher. I will box you. Like it's real life. So I just knew I I was just gonna slip into another school. And if I went to the other school, those feelings of anger that I wouldn't be able to control would just spiral into something horrible. So I knew that this school was like the perfect thing for me. My experience there was different because obviously when I, where I was growing up, it was mainly like Afro-Caribbean, Indian, like lots of ethnic people. And then when I went to the private school, it was mainly white people. Mm. But then now I'm being introduced to like a different group of white people, like artsy kids yeah. who are kind of into like different things with me. So it was cool, but at the same time, it wasn't, it wasn't me. I didn't feel like I belonged there. Mm. Uh, like if I'm keeping it raw, I didn't feel like they were my people necessarily. Um, but it was nice. Like I got educated about like the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. I got educated about. Um, it, it, it's it's a very feeling school. Like it, it was the first feeling, feeling yeah. school it's, that it, I went to. Like yeah, it's, exactly. it's very very. Um, there's a, okay. First things, there's a lot of emotions in that school, mm. but also like they do take the time to kind of make sure you're like you're feeling okay. Because I remember there was a lot of times when I was like younger and a bit more confused, where like I couldn't um, translate myself in the best or like most constructive way. Like there'd be times where I'd be taken out of room and someone would speak to you. Like remember Daniel? Mm-hmm. Daniel like like Daniel used to like like check up on me regular. Um, Miss Nelson, rest in peace, Miss Nelson. Nelson um, I remember having a conversation with her, Miss Skilton, um, science teacher. Like, even though they were like subject teachers, they were like counselors at the same yeah. time. So that was really beautiful. Um, but yeah, year ten and year eleven theater, it 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 weren't really theater like that. It was more. Um, it was it was only a couple hours a week. It wasn't like something you concentrate on, and everyone's 
year 10 and 11, you're still trying to focus on your GCSEs kind of thing. But it was cool. Um, seeing as I had no acting experience, I kind of felt like a rookie, mm. but they were giving me the main part. So I was, <laughs> I was gassed. I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll do it if I have to. Um, so yeah, it, 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 was, it was cool. Um, are you talking about year 10 and 11 experience or six one? Just in general, thing? you just you just said it, but now going on to, was, was college different compared to your finishing? I wished college was different. Oh. Yeah, like when I, when I, remember that day when people were figuring out if they got into sixth form or not? Um, yeah. Yeah, like, and like, they, I think they got rid of like 70% Bare of theater people jam. didn't get in. And me. like, I was like, okay, cool, so, these next two, because bear in mind, yeah, I don't know nothing about acting. I don't know nothing about agent. I don't know nothing about no theater. I don't know nothing about, can I make money off this? Because mm. I'm coming from private school, innit? And like, I'm a ghetto kid from private school. So I, I've been broke there. And then now I'm coming to this place thinking, okay, cool. This acting thing might make me money and no one's teaching me how to make money. So I'm getting vexed. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I'm just like, why am I here? Like, I'm wasting my time. Like, what was what's going on like you're teaching me about acting techniques and stuff like that but because of like how a classroom is you've got to wait for everyone like you have to, like the whole class has to be at a certain level because you've got well i didn't understand this at the time but i can understand the position they're in you've got to tick boxes to get funding yep. for red tear, tear, tear. so you do have to teach like a curriculum but i'm not here for school no i'm here to learn how to act quote unquote um so yeah, like when it kind of got to sixth form, I remember walking in to that first day of sixth form and I just went around the room, just said hi to everyone, like just to make sure it's cool and that. And then I think it was like the first lesson or the second lesson. I said, yeah, I've had enough of this. <laughs> I'll keep it short. Was it the first or second lesson? Bro, first or second lesson, I was just like, boy, like this is a joke thing. Because like, I, I hate being good at stuff. Mm. Like I really, I despise it. Like I don't like being like the best in the room at anything i'm not i'm the same i don't like I'm the, it i'm the same because i i want to grow yeah I, i'm not in a position where i want to be in that life yet like i want to feel like i need to work for something i need to put in the i don't like being given you need stuff. people to learn from you can't yeah. just be the best there's no, there's no learning there because it's like i have no motivation to do anything because if i'm doing minimum effort for maximum reward why would i try Facts. like what what am i trying for and then that's how i felt that that it was going there because Again, I was still getting main parts. And I think the only person who had a main part, who, who had a higher main part was you. And I'm calm with that. Because you're in, in, in what? In, um, in Shakespeare. In, oh, yeah. And I was, I was like the second. I was your brother. Yeah, basically. So it was like, I'm... That was lit. Yeah. That was, that was like... <laughs> that was like... <laughs> so like, and it's like, this is me, the, mm. Because I know I'm not putting in the work. You remember me in sixth form. I wasn't there half the time. Brother. I wasn't in school. <laughs> I wasn't there. At the time I thought you left, you know. Yeah, bro. I was like, still go here? No, I haven't like, seen him because, in a couple weeks still. But what I was doing was I was learning about like agents and like how you can make money and like how you can, how I can make this a career because I've decided to leave private school where I could have become like a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. Or just, it was some type of corporate something where I'm going to make money and I'm going to be like comfy to go over there and be an actor like my, i'm lucky because my mom's latin so like she's into the arts and creative and stuff like that mm. but my dad's from an african descent and like his like, he can't go around and tell his mom that i've, I've left private school to go acting nah. like if anything he was against the whole brit school thing yeah, like he wanted me to stay there and do whatever boom, 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 boom. but 
yeah, he ain't got much to say like that. I'll be real, um, <laughs> in real life. But, um, but um, yeah. So when I was just realizing that, yeah, that they're, they're not gonna, they're just gonna try and teach me how to act, but. I need to be moving at the same pace as everyone. When I, from young, I've never moved. Like I went from a school where they were taking us, like they arrested us for a school trip. Like they were teaching us how to avoid pedophiles and stuff like that. So I've gone from that environment to a private school to then not knowing anything about acting to them Brit. I move at a slightly faster rate. I'm about to say, that's rate. a very interesting trajectory yeah, you're going like, like, yeah. So when I'm being forced to be in a class and like wait for everyone and this and that, like bro, I'm from a place where you can't, there's, there's, you, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Facts. Like, you don't know. So it's like, why am I here waiting, wasting my time? Like, so I think, yeah, I got signed. Well, no, I finessed my agent. Let's get into that. Do you want to say that on camera before we... Burn you, man, in it. Waste, man. No, because they tried to do me, innit? I, so I, I, like, you thought you could finesse me, I'll finesse you. Trust me. <laughs> I've met all the scumbags. You cannot out-scumbag me. I promise you. Um, real life, real life. So, yeah, so I think one of these days when I was meant to be at school, I met some lady who were like, who, who was going to turn out to be my agent. And then, um, yeah, they just thought I was an idiot. Like, they were just trying to take out like large percentages. Like, they sent me some book contracts. Oh, one of them ones. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. just moving crazy. Like, 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 she thought I was dumb. Like, she really thought I was stupid. So, like, but then I think like the first audition that they sent me to, I got the part. So then they were just like, oh, you can do something. <laughs> and then basically I just I just I just never signed with them, but just just took all the peas. No commission. No commission <laughs> at all. Like I just I so I just kept on doing that, doing that, doing that, doing that, doing that. And then you know what it is? I think that's that's Brit kind of dumb. There's pretty boy stuff, but then I feel like we'll we'll come back to that. Mm. But like that's what that's why I weren't at school, because I was just trying to figure out how do I get this jumping? Because I need money, bro. Fact. Like, I, I need to live. I need to survive. I need to eat. Money makes the world spin. It does. And, like, my mom can't look after me for the rest of my life. I need to figure out how I make this happen. So, Brit, you were cool. You definitely served a purpose in my life. But um, if you want to teach people how to act, teach them how to make money as well. Shit, listen. That's what I got. There's more, there's more to the acting industry than sitting down and writing things on a, on a piece of paper. I'm just, like I said, it's not about me. So I'm not I feel gonna, like speaking to you. I'm, like, I'm not even going to get gonna into it. They're going to come for you. Nah, They're not going to invite you next year. It's sad. Good. They invite me no goddamn thing. But yeah, um, anyway, <clears throat> love. So moving on swiftly. So you mentioned Pretty Boys. So Pretty Boy, yeah, yeah. Pretty Boy Productions, man. That was, that, so that started in Brit. So how yeah, did it, it so going, going forward a tiny bit, so you started it, you know, I don't think you really, it. you started it. I don't think you realised you started start it. it. So basically, when we had um, Common Ground, not Common Ground, what was the one that we did after that? We had to devise had to a make play. your own thing. We had to make um, a play. Um, I forgot what it was called. Strawberry was Picking. Called. Strawberry Picking? I swear it's called Strawberry Picking. Nah, that was when you had to write a play and then that got put in on at Wimbledon. I'm guessing. It was something else. Yeah, it's not sure if you're on person to be asked, not asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nah, I was gassing that. I remember that as well. That was funny. Yeah, yeah I remember that joke. That was jokes. When would the feel? I remember that. It was that. live. It was, it was yeah, time. Yeah, that was a time. time. It was a time. Um, yeah, so whatever it was. Yeah, it was, I know what you're talking about. It was our cool. last project, basically. Yeah. Let's just say that. It was our last project. And then um, like, they allowed us to be in groups at, um, for, what do you call it? Like to devise our own to play or whatever it may be. Was and that me, then, you, Isaac, me, you, Max, Isaac, Tyrell, Max, Tyrell? I think that was it. Devon, Devon. It was us six. Yeah, it yeah. was us six. And then um, 
obviously we're just like, we're like lit cool the man them get to do something because they separated us <laughs> all the time there was like all two to three black boys like a limit per class i swear to you they did oh it on purpose um so like yeah we're all finally kind of like together and we get to do our own thing and like when it's the end of year i mean we all know we've passed because again the way that they've had to do it is they've had to keep everyone all at the kind of same level same place yeah. and make sure we do a certain level of work so they can tick their boxes mm -hmm. and whatever so everyone knows they've passed everyone's it's passed good um if you failed because you wasn't here that's yeah, the only reason to literally fail, and not turning up. it's not even because you wasn't here because i wasn't there most of the time and you still so passed you, 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 <laughs> you just you just had to i don't even know what you had to. i do don't know even bro because there was even people who weren't doing the work that are coming and just moving to me like everything is calm i'm like you're good yeah all right, cool so enough in there is what it is um real life so um yeah they uh we had to do that and then i think we were looking for a room like like to go do working because they, they let us kind of go wherever we wanted oh, and yes. you were in fmp so you had the knowledge of the radio rooms. radio suite so yeah. you were just like cool let's just go to the radio suite let's <laughs> just see if it's open and then i bro i've been at the school for four years i had no idea we had a radio suite like you i had, had a clue i never had a scoopy what like and i was doing fmp gcse but they never took us there oh yeah like that i had yeah, no nah. idea that this place existed even we only went up there like year 10 like midway through year 10 we stopped mm. going there so after that year 11 we barely was up there literally even then. and like i found out we had and that same year i found out we had like a music studio and stuff like that but a nice, music a nice music studio nice music studio, music studio. <laughs> um so yeah like literally you take us there and then i remember i remember that bro i remember this day so clearly like i remember going in just like right what the hell obviously that the, 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 the table that was botched <laughs> and the, some of the chairs were broken and this and that but when when we went into the control uh center place i was just like yo this is mad like what is this like i'm i've i've had i, I didn't know this existed like what mm. is this and then you were just like yeah man it's the radio you were calm i knew like, what i was doing i knew i was doing the bad times yeah and put it on and i was just like what we were we can record what we did and i was like cool buddy let's record what we're doing so we were meant to be recording stuff for our, our, stuff play, for our yeah. play but not even stuff for our play but just like our like brainstorm of our yeah. play but you know the man and i was just start talking about something and start talking about something and then everyone's chatting everyone's chatting everyone's chatting and i remember um exporting that audio and then listening back to it and just thinking like oh, like there's something here like 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 we're all young black boys from very similar environments doing something completely against the grain that like not many people i mean i know it's, it's kind of a trend now but back in 2017 2017 18 it wasn't yeah, a thing it like, wasn't a, like nah, there wasn't many actors like that. i don't even know if like damson was as big as he was back then that was early snowfall he probably was yeah. like two or three literally so like i feel like it was it was it was quirky and different yeah, like facts. i remember i used to tell people you go brit school and they'd be a bit like oh shit mm -hmm. like, and they've had their like little like preconceptions or whatever facts. it may be um so yeah I, I just remember like oh this is lit like and i think it's mad entertaining because you lot have been the people i've been around for like two years you know mm. all my brethren but like i don't know i feel like from a non-biased view i think anyone would be entertained by it and that same day or like two days later i, I was i was at identity at, at, at this point um so i had a radio dish for identity um and then i was taking a 109 from brixton to croydon never forget this day <laughs> i jump on the bus and if you know about the 109, it's like one of the most ghetto buses in South London. <laughs> Real talk, like it's, it's uh, you, the stuff you will see on that bus. Is <laughs> like, bro, you'll go in any time of the day. There'll be some type of beer stains on the on the bottom of it. Like the bus will always stink. There'll always be madness going on that bus. So I remember 
some old yardy man spliff behind ear everything like pre-burnt <laughs> like, i think there's one behind his ear one in his mouth like it's all so mad i don't even know how he got on the bus man they got no oyster card yeah and then he's at the back of the bus and there's some girl sitting like behind me and he's just trying to chat to her chat to her chat to her chat to her and i'm like whatever like, like let me mind my business whatever mm. um but if this goes on until like streatham so brixton to streatham is like a 50 minute if he's like if he's still harassing her by then man will just like do the hero thing. Stop that. Mm. You know what I mean? And then um, he keeps on going, keep on going, keep on going. So I'm like, cool, buddy. So I won't have to say anything. Because everyone's hearing what's going on in the bus, but no one's saying anything. Mm. So I'm just like, yo, brother, like, I beg you, like, like she don't want to chat to you. Boom, 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 boom. And he keeps on saying to me, like, yo, pretty boy, mind your business. Yo, pretty boy, pretty no boy, pretty boy, way. pretty boy. And no. all you're doing is pretty boy, pretty boy. And he kept on saying pretty boy, pretty boy, pretty boy, pretty boy, pretty boy. He kept on saying it over and over and over and over and over and over, over again. But it's like he was trying to insult, man. And I'm just like, bro, do you know what you're doing here? Like, she's looking at me now. She thinks I'm pretty. I'm a pretty boy, bro. Like, keep saying like, it. Like, cool. and, but like, you're really trying to offend me, but like, your words aren't touching me at mm. all. And then like, because my dad's like of African descent, like, I think I'm the only mixed, I think I'm the only mixed race child in that family. Mm. Uh, or I was the first mixed race child in that family. So they've always kind of called me pretty boy. Um... And I just, I just liked the word pretty because I felt like it was just a prefix for a lot of things. Like you add the word pretty to something like pretty bad, pretty good, pretty this. And it like, it kind of adds like a whole plethora of like different avenues that a word can kind of go down. Like I used to say a lot of pretty is a prefix, not an adjective. Um, so yeah, that's that. that I, think, I, I think I was, I was, um, I was, I was the opposite of low one day and I called Max um <laughs> and then i was just like yo bro um you see that thing that we did the other day when we were in the in, in the suite like and i think well what i put max onto half cast podcast or hc podcast or what it's called now yeah and then he was just like yo like what do you think of the name pretty boy and then from there and then i think when the yardie man was saying it I, like, my head just started spinning because obviously we just done that two three days before yeah. and i was just thinking personally repairing entities told to youths and then that's how Pretty Boy was born. Tough. Yeah. That's mad. So by that, we had already shot one or recorded one, but we didn't know what we were doing that time. Yeah, we didn't know what we were doing. Um, yeah, like we, we, we just recorded what was meant to be our thingy of trying to figure out what play like we wanted. brainstorming stuff, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, I think after that day when I told Max that, I came into school the next day and I was just like, yo, let's try a thing. Um, we called it Pretty Boy, and I think we even called the show Pretty Boy Podcast. Yeah, we did. Um, we did. And then, like, that whole month that I think we had to kind of devise this whole thing, we kind of spent into just recording audio snippets and trying to make a show and like based around the podcast. Based around the podcast. The podcast. I think it was based. It was based around us going into that radio suite for yeah, the first time, basically, and just sitting down and having conversations about red tete tete tete. And then, yeah, it just naturally started growing and growing and growing and growing. And then Josh, um, Josh Bushell, Joseph, sorry, Joe, jo, jo, I don't know why I called you Josh, sorry, Joe Bushell and Sam, um, you know, you're, you're below Sam. Sam, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, Joe, jo, I keep on calling you Joe. Josh, um, I keep calling you Josh. Joe. What's my man's name? Yeah. Joe, it's definitely Joe. What's his name be David or something? No, 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 no. It's definitely Joe. That's actually bad because he's, he's, he's proper one of my good brothers. Joe. <laughs> 
Joe, <laughs> yeah, that's so bad. Joe was just like, yeah, I want to help you record it one day. And then Sam was just like, yo, I want to help you record it. Because I, I think at these times, like, I think we put like a few episodes on SoundCloud. And yeah, I can't remember how many hundred views it hits, but like it, it did decently. Well, I think everyone in the school knew about it. It was like a hood famous thing. Like if you were in Brit, yeah, if you were in Brit, you, you knew, knew what it was. Like, yeah, you literally it, it, went, it did its rounds. Like yeah, Brit. like everyone was speaking about it, like, like talking, and like people would come up to me talking about. Because I was a bit away that Brit. I'll be honest, like just because I was done in it, and we see when I'm done, I just switch off in it. Like Long, I'm completely I'm shut on down. I know. Autopilot. I like, know. I'm not here. Like, <laughs> like if if I haven't known you from before, you're not getting anything out of me. Like, I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here to be your mate. Like, allow me. So like, and I remember you, people used to use that as kind of like an in to like have conversation with man. Like they'll talk to man about what happened in the podcast and I like have a little conversation with him and they'll be like, oh, he's actually okay. Um, <laughs> in real life. And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I remember that they got like a few kind of hundred views and then, they wanted to kind of help us film it and then that was like our first time filming it and it was also my first time like learning how to use the control board as well mm. so did that and then i was just like cool well now we've kind of had our first visual we need to do i'm just thinking of expanding pushing no it. sorry i forgot where i needed to be at at this point i'd already understood that acting for me is dead i don't mm. want to do it um so i had like my identity um like they had like a showcase at the end. Yeah. And then I think at the showcase, like they vote to to go have an audition at IAG. For the agency. And the agency, agency. Yeah. So like I did my read through with some lady and literally she just stopped what she was doing. She said, wait there, do that exactly again. And she went and went to go grab some Asian lady. I, I, I don't know her name or anything, but from what I was guessing, it was like, she was like gassed, didn't um, it? I think I know who you're, who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, like, 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 like she was just like, yo, this person kind of needs to see you. And then, but I don't know, man. I just had this, this feeling when I was in the room where I was just like, it was like a crossroad. Like literally like, I just saw two paths kind of ahead of me in it. And I've always been this person, like in all aspects of my life where I've, before things get too deep, I can see in the future who that person's gonna be mm. and what that person's gonna be. I'm talking about me, like who I'm gonna be, what I'm gonna be like. Mm. And I asked myself, is this the person I wanna be? And bro, in that moment, I just said, no. I remember you told me this story, how you did it once, yeah. showed it. Yeah. When they came back up, you just went, yeah, I remember this actually. I just weren't, I just weren't there. Like I just, I just didn't care about it. <sighs> like I just, I was just like, I don't wanna act. That's mad. Yeah, like I was just like- I In just, that short amount of time, you just go, you know what? Bro, I was just like, cause you know what it is? Like the way she left the room, it was like, I don't know. I've always had this thing where I don't want to be praised for nothing that I don't care about. Yeah, like I don't want to, I don't want to, like, you know, like people who are like one hit wonders and stuff like that. Like, and they just get that one little piece of attention. And then like, they think that their life is now based on that. And the moment that this goes away, they won't be, that anymore do you know what i'm saying and like bro the way that this woman kind of got up and like ran to go get this other woman i was just like i, I don't want this hmm. i don't know i don't know what it was i was just like bro i, I don't it doesn't matter you didn't need any reason for it just look, yeah like, it was, it was a mad feeling yeah, bro like I, I i have these these things i don't know if they're like premonitions or something but i just i have these things where it's like i know not to do something and every single time that i've decided not to do that like a blessing's come to me and if another person's involved 
something else has kind of happened to them. So I've always just kind of known how to to kind of go about it. And then, yeah, I've, I've realized at that point, like acting was kind of dead for me, mm. but like I've got to kind of ride out this whole Brit thing. Um, so I'm just like, cool. I guess now I'm focusing on this podcast. So we went and got an episode filmed. I learned how to kind of use the the thingy, the control desk and stuff like mm. that. And then I was just like, cool, now I've got to find a way to do this without Brit because we were in, I think we filmed that episode on our last week or something like that. Or we were ending, we are about to leave. Yeah, we were literally we about it, to yeah. leave. And I'm just like, damn, like, what, what am I going to do? Because I want to do this podcasting, but like, I don't have the space and I don't have cameras either. And then that's when I met Keish. Remember Keish? Yeah. That's when I met Keish. Keish had a Canon. A girl that I was speaking to at the time, um, she had a camera as well. And I just literally just used those two cameras as like my first kind of setup. Um, and then I needed to buy uh, like a board, some microphones, some wires. I just took all the money out, just did it. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, that's how Pretty Boy was kind of born. We literally did it in my front room. Um, and we just kept on shooting and shooting and shooting, getting better each time. Um, we even had like a series at one point where we were going around London trying different food spots. Um, I was going to say it branched. Yeah, like it, it branched out. Branched. It, it, like just, it started it off as a podcast. Then you started doing the vlogs. Yeah. You started doing the live events. Yeah. Then lockdown came on. We had the lockdown lives. Yeah. Like it branched. It branched. Yeah. Like I remember like the Pretty Boy, because it wasn't even... It was it was the whole umbrella with Pretty Boy Productions, yeah. which was fitting because the amount of different branches there were to that tree was, was ridiculous. What was I've never even known this. What was your like your end goal? But if you think like like for this podcast, I've always said I know what my like my ceiling is for this podcast. Like once it gets to this point, mm. that might be like you know what I've I've done what I had to do. I'm gonna end it. What was your like ceiling for Pretty Boy Productions? Like where did you really want to get to a point and be like this is where I know like. There was no ceiling, you know. That's why it was organic, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's like why there, how it was. There was, was really no like literally like it was called Pretty Boy Productions because at the time there was just a madness going on in my life, bro. And I was just like, I wish because like my dad like he was always in the picture, but he was out of frame. Mm. If you get what I'm trying to say? Like he just weren't kind of like there. Like it was just me and my mom kind of vibes. And then my mum met a partner and then they were with each other for for long and they had to separate because he was broken and i'm just like bro like i'm a boy about to become a man with no guidance no one to look up to mm. no nothing in it and that's what i wanted pretty boys to be okay. i wanted young just men in general like just to kind of feel like especially for the younger generation they have someone to look up to and they like there's just there's just people around who actually care mm. like that 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 was it like i had i had in my head like and i was even pitching like youth clubs like pretty boy playgrounds and stuff like that which is just a bit which <laughs> that just, like been tough. tough which just would have been catered catered more towards just like teaching kids about like technology um like getting into like ai spaces um music um gaming like just just like a revamped youth club not like the youth clubs that we had before which are a bit more analog just a, a bit more of a digital one because that will actually get kids attention um a youth club that you can build a career from whatever yeah. you learn there you can actually build a, a, a solid a income sol from it from Literally. whatever you learn in the youth club yeah and and that's all pretty boy was kind of designed for it was going to be a place where 
young men could feel like they have an idea or they can at least see how they're going to grow up. Because, mm. like, I'm lucky that my dad is still around and still alive. But, like, for some people, that they don't know their dad at all. Um, like, their dad's this, their dad's that, whatever, boom, 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 boom. Some people just don't even like their dad from mm. stuff. Um, so it was just like, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, there was no ceiling for it. It was just for everyone. It was just, it was just, yeah, it was just there to be there, man. Um, I just wanted to do something good in the world. That, that was it. That was literally, yeah, I, that's how it all started. Like it started with five young black kids in a room speaking about life. And because of where we come from and who we are and what we want to be, we're already breaking barriers. Hmm. And that's just how it kind of started, and that's exactly how it meant to go on. And while it was about, yeah, it was a gem. Yeah, yeah a gem. Yeah, we won't fun. talk about what happened, the reason, and da, 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 but we just appreciate that it was here yeah. while it was there because it was a gem. Yeah, and it's always like, like a, there's never nothing really ends in this life. Like mm. it's done, but it's not really. Yeah. It's not really done. Like whenever you want, you can bring that back. Yeah, literally, like the account's still there. there like, the go. account will never be touched. Um, Tyreek and Keish are like it's like us three are kind of like the last people kind of involved in it um from the like original group and like Keisha's Keisha's doing like he's teaching people about like the internet and web free space Tyreek's touring the country as an actor mm. um so it's like and I'm kind of doing my thing now so it's I don't know I feel like it, it, it could it could be a thing that, that came back and it could be a thing that kind of resurfaces it's always going to be my ethos um and just the way i am like whenever i see younger people i'm always gonna want to give out a helping hand in some way shape or form um but yeah who knows what the future holds all i know is that it's there mm. and um if it, if the time's right and everything kind of comes together then it will, it will happen you never know yeah literally but i like to say everything happens for a reason though like whatever whatever the the end come end come the end goal Outcome, I'm like, idiot. <laughs> whatever the end goal or outcome is of something, yeah. <laughs> whatever the journey was, happened for a reason. Because while you're doing the podcast and you're doing Pretty Boy Productions, you basically was learning on the job how to use a camera. Yeah. And just the in and outs of a camera, just how to master camera work, yeah. which is onto what you're doing right now with Dre's Lenses, Echo Productions, working with Apple. So yeah. did you, when you're doing the podcast, yeah. was it always like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Let me just... Let me just figure out these camera things, isn't it? So I, so I could, so I can move forward. Or it just like it just, you know it just happens, it is, isn't it? It's like what I said before. I don't like being good at anything. Facts. Okay. Like I don't like it. Yeah, like, yeah. like once I kind of know something too well, it's like cool. I'm bored. What's the next thing? Mm. So when I first time I went to that control room, I wanted to learn about it. When I first kind of saw cameras work, I wanted to know about it. Mm. When I realized that like no one's gonna help me kind of record the visuals for this podcast, so you gotta figure it out yourself. Bro, <laughs> I had to crack Final Cut <laughs> and Logic. Like I had to, I just, that's just what you I had to do. Up. I had to learn all these different things because it's what I wanted to do. Like I didn't see any gain from it. I didn't see any, like, I don't know, bro. I don't know why I did it. Like that's what I think about currently now. Like when I think about the way my life's gone, like why has it come here? And bro, there's, there's, there's no answer. It's mm. like, it's gotta be destiny or, or f whatever whatever you want to call it like everyone's got a path but no one actually knows where the path is gonna go yeah just like, keep walking just literally like, <laughs> just step by step day by mm. day so yeah i i just kind of just learned about it did this here did that there um and then at the time i was working like night shifts as well in some warehouse and that's where i kind of got the money to buy 
Well, originally we were gonna buy two cameras, me, Keish, Tyreek, we, we chipped in to buy three cameras because um, obviously we're still gonna do the podcast and we needed two different angles. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then when everything happened, now that there's two cameras and Keish kind of needs it, Tyreek more kind of needs it for um, show rules and stuff like that. And there's another one there and it's just like, ban it, I might as well mm. start something and shoot and that's just kind of how it how everything on my end kind of kicked off um yeah it's it's, it's weird man like I, I probably think like yesterday i had a shoot with adidas and trench magazine and like i'm just in this place i'm in this building like i'm seeing like bro the line it wrapped around the whole adidas store and i needed to get some shots of like people in the queue and i'm bumping into people i ain't seen in years and they're like, what, are you shooting this? I'm like, yeah. Like, I don't know how to act. I'm just like, yeah, it's I am. Is, like, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's like, how things I'm, are going, yeah. Yeah, like, I just, it, it was weird to me because it was like, even though I was there and I was shooting, like, only them asking me, like, yo, are you doing this right now? Only then am I realizing, yeah, I, I am. Like, yeah, like an out-of-body experience. Like, yeah. you've just been on this journey. Then when someone asks you, you come Yeah, door, like, I kind of looked around, <laughs> like, I guess I am. Like, this is, this yeah. is, this is, this is what's happening, so... Yeah, man, I just, I just, I'm happy, bro. That's why mm. from the start of the conversation, I just said like, bro, I, can't, I have nothing to complain about. Like everything, everything has worked out. Good. Like I'm self-employed now. Like I don't need to, I don't need to answer to anyone. I don't need to, to, to do anything I don't want to do, which, which was my, which I hated. Like when I was at Brit, like I just wouldn't go because yeah. it's the environment that it is. And then on top of that, I got mad authority issues. Like you can't, tell me to do this and do that and do this when I'm seeing you treat someone differently you must are mad hmm. so <laughs> yeah you must are mad like you must are mad like, <laughs> must must like, real life so it's like boy I just I just I just kind of kept it pushing and yeah I'm happy man bro that's one of the one that's the one of the main thing that always likes about you my mum would always ask like how all my friends are doing and I'll be like oh yeah Tyreek's doing that Alex's doing that she would be like how's Dre I'm like I don't know what Dre's doing, but he's probably fine, you know. Like yeah. nine times, like, he's probably gone. Cool. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, I ain't got a clue what he's doing specifically, <laughs> but knowing Dre, he's alright. He's yeah, good. He's I'm cool, man. He's blessed. good. Then I'll see him on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, see, mom, I told you, man. He's good. He's, 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 right. blessed, yeah. man. he's blessed, man. He's living. He's living outside. Yeah, man. But Broski, we're running out of flipping time. This went quick, no rust. Shit, man. This is Drew part two. Shit, man. It's Drew part two. <laughs> Let me 100. do some more stuff. You know what I'm saying? It'll be this. You another. 50 minutes the next one will be like probably an hour and 50 because no one knew yeah, time moves faster life, in jay's lives bro life, just... life is life is rough man but life. yeah like i'm briefly glossed over i wish you could go into a bit more but like i said we will you've got a lot of things that you're doing and i want yeah. the people to know where they can find those things okay so i'm gonna give you the floor and i'm just gonna let you all right all your social <laughs> let time the people to know the prostitute thing and sell myself <laughs> um <laughs> so uh last year in my first year of videography i was blessed with the opportunity to work with apple um so if you go on if you have an iphone go on your apple tv app type in skin of the earth uh you'll find like one of my first director of photography roles with the team which is lit um for this year i'm kind of i've been in hiding this year really and truly like i've been out popping out taking photos and stuff like that just because i need to eat but um i'm working on a documentary currently as we speak me and janide 
we went to Bro, Ghana. Jonathan with time. Yeah, see the time in it. Um, <laughs> we went to Ghana, and he's now a chief. What in a, in a village? And uh, <laughs> yeah. we're not going to talk about that. One. So me <laughs> and Jonathan were in Ghana for a month, and he became a chief in a village. And I've got that all on film. Bro, this life. Oh my god. So when I went Ghana Ooh. for a month, that's what I was doing. Um, he became a chief in it. So yeah, 6th of March, 2024, Ghanaian Independence Day. I'm going to be dropping Coming to Ghana, which is a story of one of my, literally my best friends. I, I see him as a brother. I went mm. with his family. His family treat me like that. I come their son. Um, yeah, it's, it's the, the tale of two young brothers from South London going off to a village in Ghana for him to accept his chiefancy. And bro... <laughs> From start to end, you know how me and Janada are in bro, it. Bro, it's madness. And on top of that, all the madness and badness that was that was coming, that was coming our way in it. So like, yeah, it's it's a lot. Like from getting arrested by fake police to getting juju done on us to going to the village and watching them slaughter hella goats and stuff. What in the world? To coming back now, and him like locking in with like one of Ghana's top producers, Met Stormzy out there. Go on. Um, like it was, it was, it was a movie. So, not not a lot for this year, if I'm being honest. Mm. But top of next year, I'm gonna be ringing some bells. Mm. Yeah. What's your socials? Where can where can they find you? So when them things do come out, they got it right there on their phone. If too. you want to book me to come take photos, um, cause you, I can I take would, photos. I, he can take great photos. I would book him. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, Dre's lenses, D R E S L E N L E N S E S. Uh, but the main focus, my main baby right now, is Echo Production. Got it tattooed on my hand. I don't even think I see it. But it's E K O W, um, which is my middle name. It's actually my Ghanaian name. Um, and the first project, big project that'll be coming from there, is my actual first trip to Ghana as well. Hmm. So even for me, I, I, I got a whole different kind of experience out there. And that will be dropping 6th of March. But you might as well follow from now because I might be dropping a few bits and pieces follow over here now, and over there. Follow right now. As you're literally sitting down wherever, be wearing no socks, eating Cocoa Pops, just eat. Go on, go on, go on, follow right now, bro. Yeah, my brother. Yeah, my boy. Good to see you as always, man. overdue, but I'm Trust glad we got it done. Especially now, still, so much has gone on. Yeah. There's still more to talk about, like I said, the part two is due. <laughs> well, by the time when that comes, when the, when the, when the, I feel like they need to do a whole Ghana episode because why did you not cheat? Wait, whatever, listen. We're going to talk about that. But regardless, man, I appreciate you for coming on, bro. And um, yeah, me and you will work, man. We've been saying this for a long time. like When it happens, We man. just know it's going to happen. We're yeah, taking our time. But um, yeah, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate all you guys for watching. Like, subscribe, share, as per usual. Thank you to Billy. Thank you for Dragon for joining. And uh, yeah. See you next time. Love. What are you saying? Did you buy that Rolex yet? Anyway. Bye. <laughs> Is that the time? <laughs>